Ooh, that's a, some spicy meatball. <laughs> or not. Uh, maybe it's NH Unscripted and I'm Spicy, your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the cavernous digs of WKXL in Concord. You are hearing us on your transistor radio, probably 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord. And for you lovely souls in Manchester, you are picking us up on 101.9 FM. We love you, folks. Um, for archives, in case you're interested, and I'm sure you are, you can find us at www.nhtalkradio.com. Don't go out there yet. Give us 55 minutes or so, then go out there. Oh, I need to thank my sponsor, today's sponsor, and our always sponsor, till they drop us, is uh, Lakes Region Fence out of Guilford. The folks up there do wonderful work. You can find their stuff at lrfence.com. It's like fence porn. Just head on out there. They've got pictures of all the work they do. They specialize in horse corrals, pool fencing, privacy fencing, commercial fencing, and we are very, very, very grateful to those folks. That's Lakes Region Fencing Guilford, lrfence.com. I was just looking at their website today. So, oh, and they'll also give you a free estimate if you're serious. Okay. Today is a lead, uh, a red letter day for me. I have in studio Chris and Paula Demers. Hello, folks. Hi. There. In case you didn't know, before I throw out more accolades, and I have many, many, many oh, to no. throw out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in my opinion, Paula and Chris are theater royalty in New Hampshire. Wow. Yes, Jeez. yes, royalty. That is correct. I use that word. Wow. And <laughs> come on, come on. The check's in the mail. Yeah. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you. It <laughs> should be a hefty one if we're... <laughs> I feel like we should be your sponsor for this podcast. <laughs> okay, I can do that. We can talk later. We can negotiate that thing. We, um, I, I brought you in because one of when I first started the podcast before it became a radio program, um, the show was becoming more of like a historic snapshot of the entertainment field in New Hampshire now. And one of the things I liked best about bringing in people or talking to them was I didn't really care so much about what they're currently doing, which we can get into, but I wanted to know really why they're doing it. What, what made them do, what, what, what in their history or their life made them decide to want to do this field? And acting, stage acting in particular, is not all that easy for folks who don't really know. The memorization part, the pressure... The, the blocking, it, and that doesn't include if you're in a musical. Um, and it requires a lot of work and discipline. So what I would like to know as we begin and start off is, can you tell me where each of you got your hook to do theater? Paula, why don't we start with you? Where does okay. this come from? As a kid, when I was like um, in middle school, I had some friends that were into theater, and we actually started a children's theater company. Now, this was in Hopkinton, New Hampshire, 
Um, we started a little children's theater company. We started off by doing stuff in, you know, the basement of our friend, my friend's home. And then it just kind of expanded. And we started doing stuff at the um, Hopkinton Community Center. And we'd charge like 25 cents for the ticket or whatever. And um, then we, we thought we, we knew we had made it big time when um, Kevin Gardner came and interviewed us, I believe it was for WKXL actually. And um, so we we did original productions, we did uh, you know like adaptations of fairy tales and that sort of thing. And we continued, I continued with it uh, into into college and then kind of passed it on to the next generation. It, it was just so much fun. And, and, you know, we learned, taught ourselves every aspect of what it is to be in a production. So we were directing, we were, you know, teaching ourselves <laughs> choreography, we're coming up with all of this, we're casting, we're stage managing, we're doing, doing it all. It was all done by kids. And um, the only thing we, we t- touted our, our, um, our, I don't know, let me go back. We, <laughs> we claimed that all our parents did was bring us to rehearsals. We did it all. And we actually had a traveling Christmas show that we'd go to what? different How old was schools. This? What's that? How old? I was in middle school and high school. And um, my three friends were also that age. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. And I mean, I say that because I looking back, I go, wow, I can't believe we did that. And it actually got us all into college because we used this experience for our college applications. And we all got into the college that we, you know, were hoping to get into with, you know, writing about this. So it was it was really cool. So that's where it started. And then I went into um, into college and I minored in theater arts and continued. Then when I was out of college, I I was working as a teacher, elementary school teacher, and I was bringing it into the classroom. And then I was also doing community theater stuff. So interesting. It just kind of so that's how it all happened. And it uh, before that group started. Before that, I was singing and like in my church and at school and everything. So it really probably started more with singing for me. I was a really horrible actress, but I grew over time. But um, yeah, you play an instrument as well, or just I do. I play the clarinet and the guitar. Wow, I didn't know that. Kind of, kind of fun. So yeah, and my dad had been involved with the community players in the 50s and so i think it's kind of in the blood and my grandfather used to direct shows in in hopkinton for like the pto and that sort of thing so i think it's kind of in the genes wow apparently so when you were in where did you go to college keen state keen state yes so were there things there that you picked up um theater wise that you you find you really use a lot today are there 
Or were you like, no, I kind of knew it all. I, I, I didn't no. need that. Oh, I definitely, I avoided acting class as much as I could until I, until senior year. I'm like, fine, I'll take an acting class. But I took like theater makeup and tech stuff and everything. And um, no, I, I did, I, I did learn a lot. But what I find interesting is I was only cast by faculty once. The rest of the time, it was students, like who were, you know, doing a uh, doing a play for their project or whatever. Um, the theater majors they had to do something, and they would cast me, <laughs> but the faculty didn't. So I don't know what was what going that on. Means. What was going on there? I don't know <laughs> what that means. So that's why I'm kind of like scarred for life. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so I guess, you know, I'm I'm not, you know, worthy, but, you know, that's that's okay. Oh, my Um, God. She's got to see a psychiatrist for the rest of She's damaged goods here. Oh, yeah, you okay. You need to take a Valium? I mean, let me know. No, it's okay. I mean, you know. scars run deep. It it is what it is. It's all right. It, It made me push myself and whatnot. So when I started getting cast in community theater productions, I'm like, What's going on here? Wait a minute. I thought I wasn't, you know. Anyway. So So think of the pool of emotion you've been able to pull from there. That's right. Yes. I'm going to prove those people, those (laughs) faculty members wrong. Take that. Oh, you go, girl. Oh, my God. (laughs) At least you're not bitter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not at all. That came to the surface pretty quick, didn't it? That's all right. Did, was that short enough for you, Chris? Did I speak oh, too long? Uh, that was fine. I, I dozed <laughs> off in the middle there. Yeah, like, I figured ooh, as much. Ooh, it's going to be a long time. But he's heard it all. He's heard it all. my interest. My God. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to jump the fence and find yeah. out shortly. Uh-huh. So, Chris. My, my, uh, my story is far less auspicious. We'll find out. We'll make that judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I think that... It started, I had a little inkling of interest in theater in high school. Um, I went to uh, an audition for Charlie's Aunt. I think it was my senior, junior year maybe, and uh, a friend dragged me to the audition. He was, he was auditioning as well. I sat in the back of the stage. I went to an all-boys high school down in Nashua, and I watched them do an open audition on the stage. I sat as far back as I could in the back of the gym and watched all of this unfold and just increasingly got sweaty and nervous. <laughs> and I just, when the time came, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I escaped out the back and what? Really? never came. No. What? No, could not do it. Did, were you about to say you never went back? You never came back? Never came back. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even go to see the production. <laughs> so that was it. Oh, my God. Well, you hear the happy music. Time to put our (laughs) jazz gloves on and give ourselves a little break here. Hang on to that thought. We will be coming back for that. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your heavenly host, Ray Dudley. You are listening to us on your transistor radios. Uh Uh-huh. We go that far back. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. All of our archives are out at www.nhtalkradio.com. We're digging deep here today. I have the gold in studio, the Demers. Yeah, I know. I'm a lucky guy. We'll be back.
April Cream, baby, a little devil, do you? We are in it, unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the spa-like conditions of the studios of WKXL in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and in Manchester, you can get us on 101.9 FM. All of our shows are archived, and they are out at nhtalkradio.com, as well as all the other programs here. Yeah, baby, the gold just isn't sitting in studio with me. You can find some out there in studio. Speaking of that... Chris and Paula Demers regaling us with um, some of their damaged goods, I'm afraid. But uh, <laughs> Chris was telling us how he started. Or didn't. Or didn't, is correct. I'll let you finish that. Go ahead. Well, so I, I gave up after that one failed attempt to uh, audition in high school and went through all my college years going to see Paula in shows. And she's selling herself short. She was cast as the lead in some shows. What? Trixie True, teen detective. Yes, but it was a student-directed production. Well, still, you were the lead. (laughs) So all that did was just further um, solidify my um, position that it was not right for me. Because I'm watching her up there do all this singing and dancing and acting, and I'm thinking... You know, I want to do this, but I can't bring myself to do this. So it was fine to just watch her and be amazed by her talents. And don't they arrest stalkers or uh, (laughs) (laughs) voyeurs? The one paying the students to cast her. Oh, oh, the the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There There it it is. So a few years later, we enter into Wedded Bliss, and um, she finds out about the, um, I think through a contact I had at school, yeah. about the yeah. actor singers in Nashua, someone that I was, I was, I'm also a teacher, and I was working in a school, and someone was uh, talking about auditioning for the actor singers' upcoming production of some kind, I forget what it was. And so I told Paula about it, thinking she might be interested, and she convinced me to give it another shot. And so... Uh, so I because, followed. Well, I think if, if I recall, I think I said, if you want to see me, right. you're you might want to get involved in this kind of stuff because huh. that's where I'll be in the evenings is at rehearsal. So huh. I paused on that <laughs> and thought, hmm, I guess I do want to see her. We were I think, newly married and being together 24 seven was. I'm going to say good decision. I'm going to call good decision on that one. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> So we go to auditions uh, for an Englishman abroad, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, good memory. Good memory. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was actually, a, I think, a competition piece that they were putting together mm-hmm. for the actor-singers, um, uh, directed by a good friend of ours, not then a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. Gary Locke. And I think nine people auditioned for the show for eight parts. Okay, and your odds increased pretty good. (laughs) One person was not cast, if you're keeping track in your (laughs) abacus of the math. I was trying not to go there. Okay, I was (laughs) giving you the the benefit of the doubt. To be fair, um, Gary had us do some improv, which I was wildly uncomfortable with. There was some singing, which I was even more uncomfortable with. And it got to the point where um, I I refused to sing. He said, well, well, sing happy birthday. I said, "I, I, I can't. 
can't sing happy birthday. Can you speak happy birthday? I could do that. I spoke happy birthday. I think he wanted me to do it as Arnold Schwarzenegger for some weird reason, which I could not do. Okay, first of all, you have to know Gary to know (laughs) that he would do that. Apparently one of his dreams is to have Arnold Schwarzenegger sing him happy birthday. So um, I didn't get cast, not surprisingly. And um, so that was my second attempt. At least I tried this time, but um, failed. And, uh, and so that was it. Um, Gary then uh, directed a main stage the next season, Meet Me in St. Louis. Meet Me in St. Louis. And yeah. uh, we both, I, I put aside my, uh, my fears, tried again. Again, a musical, refused to sing, I think, at the audition. But um, we went ahead and did that. Paula got cast as the lead. And I got a very, very small part. You were a tree? A non-singing. I think I had eight lines. And he I was, was Dr. Bond. Dr. Bond. Perhaps yes. you remember. The, the, <laughs> He's the one who, who you know, helps Tootie he when did she nothing. hurts. He did nothing of it. But of he note. got exit applause. What? Well, they, they just couldn't exit. wait for you to get off? <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the woman. (laughs) (laughs) We want the woman. Stop. 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 I don't want to listen to this guy speak happy birthday anymore. (laughs) This is painful. Get rid of him. (laughs) I will say that they built the trolley around me. I was honored by that because I I was also in the dancing chorus, too, and they had to make sure the the trolley was tall enough. So that was my badge of honor is that the trolley was a little bit taller because I needed to fit on it. Oh, my God. They didn't build the trolley around Esther. No, they they? didn't. No, No, it was around you. Yeah. So that's it. That's how I got my start. I see. Are there roles that, um, A, you look at and are crazy proud of as you look back? And you guys have been doing theater but decades now, right? You've been honestly entertaining us for decades. So are there roles that you're very, very, very proud of, even if maybe small audiences or people, not many people saw it, and, and or are there roles that you are waiting to do that you have not been able to do but are really like, if I ever get the chance, give me that and I'm going to do something with it. Paula. I have a guess for what... Oh, I guess. Okay. Well, you answer and then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let you know if I was right. Uh, let's see. There are two roles that stick out in my head that um, I just really loved and hated to say goodbye to them when the performance was over. Uh, one was Sister Amnesia in. Nuncrackers, uh, which you know, those nonsense musicals. You know, she was a lot of lot of fun. Um, oh gosh, was it not on your cue card? It was, was not. I'm I was thinking, wrong about that. I'm thinking there's actually a third one, but Ooh, anyway, then, then another one um, is in Boeing. Boeing. I played Bert. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Wow. And that was so much fun, and I, I was so just I was so proud of that. Because after the um, uh, after after the show, my parents had come to the production, and my mom told me that at intermission, my dad said, 
Where's Paula? I thought she was had a big role in this Are show. Are you kidding me? My father didn't even recognize me. So I I mean I had like a wig, I had an accent, I had glasses, everything. I um Jim Weber was wonderful helping me change how I use my body and everything. So I thought to me that is the 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 praise I couldn't go any better than that. If my dad couldn't even recognize me on stage then I was good. Yeah. Talk about exit applause. She got exit applause and entrance applause for just about everything. Well, that it's she a did great role, though. It I'm telling you, I have me. royalty no. here. This no. is royalty. <laughs> only pe- no. people only applause for royalty what coming she, in, coming you know, out. What she's yeah. not saying no. is that another one of us was on stage 99% of the time. In His that role show. was much bigger than mine. And much bigger. I'm out there sweating. Give us the woman. (laughs) Doing everything I can do. There's a theme going on. You can laugh out of the audience, and then she just opens the kitchen door and says one word, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, bring her back. And then I go on and do another 20 minutes of hard work so so I can set her up for another. Oh, she's just hilarious. Look oh, at the glasses stop. on her. No. Talk about being it's, scarred. He's this is deep for him. Uh, it it is. He he was working his tail she, off. He she was around. amazing. But no, it it really was the role. Give it, the give lines us the line. were give us great. The line. Say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Imagine seven hundred people in the city auditorium wailing over this. No, 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 no. But anyway, so I was just very fortunate to have been given the opportunity to play these parts. And I have to say my other one that stands out in my mind is from my now favorite musical, Drowsy Chaperone, Um, getting to play Kitty. Oh, my gosh. How much fun that was. Ah, it was it was just wonderful. And it's just a great show, too. And it's it's one of those ensemble musicals. So it. You know, I don't know. It it just was great. The word so. is ensemble. Really? Well, no, it's not. Look who came alive. Look, look, look who's talking. <laughs> yeah, like Mr. Oh, I'm not going to audition. I'm scared. Yeah. And now he thinks he knows all the theater terms. Okay. Yeah. So, Paul. There, yes. Yes. Those roles, were mm. they, did you like them because of the way they were written or, or because of the work you had to do? to create the characters oh boy i would say i would say all three they were all a challenge of their own but they were all comedy um comedic parts ah, which, which i, I love thread there i yep. see a thread yep. love it hold on to that though you can hear the happy music i got my tap shoes on and we are dancing into the next segment book them dano that's what we're calling out here You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley, having one heck of a time with the Demers. Yeah, yeah, I'm a lucky guy. You know it. You are listening to us from WKXL Studios, 1450 on the AM band, 103.9 on the FM band, and in Manchester, you can find us at 101.9 FM as well. Archives are at nhtalkradio.com. We're coming back because we got more to chat about. Yeah. Oh, I'm dancing my way out. Ooh, break out the 
fizzies and gather the kids around the radio. They have found, you have found, NH Unscripted, you lucky dogs. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the cavernous digs of WKXL in Concord. You can find us, yeah, get ready, the AM Band Kiddos, 1450, 103.9 FM, those are both in Concord, 101.9 FM in the great city of Manchester, and all of our shows are archived at nhtalkradio.com. Don't go out there yet. Wait, we got more. We got more. Wait, here we go. We were in the midst of Christomers regaling us with his uh, history. Take over, sir. Mm. So parts that I... Yes. Uh, I've probably got two that come to my brain. That you're crazy proud of. That you Okay. Proud of. All right. Take us so, on. So I would say the first one um, is Lenny Gantz in Rumors. Um, and what... What sticks out for me is this was very early on in my theater career. It was right after Dr. Bond. It really, I think, was. He went from eight lines to 800 lines. (laughs) Right. And it it was, again, working with Gary Locke, who started by, rightfully so, not casting You are so indebted to to, Gary. Oh, big time. Then taking a chance and giving me an eight-line part. And then we went and auditioned for this, and I didn't know anything about this show. I knew Neil Simon by name, and um, it was just a ton of fun. No music this time, which I was thrilled about, and I felt a little more comfortable, a little more comfortable with the auditioning process at that point. We went with a few people that we know, and then I just remember... It was your first experience with uh, physical comedy. Right. Yeah. That's right. So we went out to uh, the now-defunct restaurant in T-Bones? No, what was it? I don't know. Somewhere in Bedford. After the audition to sort of just hang out with a few of the people that had tried out to tell their tell stories and just sort of try to predict what, how this was going to play out. Turns out Gary showed up with his uh, production team to cast the show. Showed up at the same restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, we were buzzing in our booth while they were planning in theirs. And then um, I think there were like five or six of us there. And then Gary comes over to our surprise to say, well, we've cast the show. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. So if somebody here is either going to be thrilled or disappointed, (laughs) and he goes around and he one by one names each person around the table and the part that he or she has picked up, including Paula. And I'm the last person, and I'm thinking, this would just be cruel for him to come over and cast everybody else (laughs) and say, you can give this guy the check. <laughs> Off you go, and um, and then he and then he tells me uh, the part that I was cast as, and I didn't even realize at the point at that point what it was. And I remember Paula being way more excited about what she just heard from me than she was for herself, which was very great. This is better than beer goggles, huh? Oh, my gosh. I remember that. You had a big deal about that fact that I got cast. Well, I was impressed. That was like, that's huge. We're still impressed. Yeah, after just being Dr. Bond and having eight lines. (laughs) Seriously. So it was a huge challenge, ton of fun. 
Uh, I've since seen videos of that performance, and I look at it and think, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. But but it was a ton of fun to do it. That's probably one of the roles that you would love a second chance at. I would love to take another crack at it. Really? Yeah, to now do it after you've had all this experience. experience Yeah. Because I just, you know, I I was so green. So let's let's peel that a bit. So when you say now with more experience are you talking life experience or stage experience or yeah for sure what would make a difference um you know i i just i look one of the things i continue to struggle with and paula helps me with this a lot is i have like two levels i have quiet and then i have over the top and i don't i don't necessarily build as 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 i should um you're always reminding me that they're you know, you should just sort of modulate. She's always oh, reminding she's you. Always <laughs> well, um, no, and I and I and I listen to that, and I and I try to. Well, the dinner table it. must it's, be so oh, rich. It's great. Yeah. it's great, but she's right, and I and I watch, you know, film of myself, and I see it. I'm like, oh yeah, you got it. And and I'm very sensitive when I'm watching other people that do it too, and I'm thinking, okay, you got to play the levels a little bit. Um, and I just, so so that's one thing that I did as I watched this. I was just so up here almost the entire the time. time. Yeah. And so, you know, you just, you don't get a variety. It's less interesting for the audience. So I would do, definitely do that differently. Um, and I would play, uh, play it slower too. I, I just. More thoughtful slower? More or? thoughtful slower. And again, variety. Just, you know, because there's an intensity to the show. Neil Simon tends to be that way anyway. And I just got sort of, hung up in that it's a farce and so you're in and out of doors and doing all this stuff and um and certainly certainly the physical comedy piece just kind of sucked me up into the moment and i just kept riding it you know with this high energy which was great but i think there was a lot of nervousness still behind it and just inexperience to not know you know that you need to really introduce um variety and use silence more so than i did and I was just trying to fill the space with as much noise and movement as I could. So I would, I would try it differently. You know, it's funny. Well, not funny, haha. But how here we are talking about the tools, the the work that really goes into. People think you just get up there and you act, right? You memorize your lines and you, and you learn mm-hmm. some blocking and you go act. But there's a really a lot more to it. I mean, if you really take the time to analyze your role, I mean that. There are a lot of people who wouldn't do that. They wouldn't care to do that. They would not want to watch themselves. They'll tell you they don't want to ever see themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're not interested in in really honing their craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to kind of segue into uh, what I wanted to ask you about. If, A, are there roles still out there that you're itching to do, mainly because they would force you to do something that you have not done? Or that you've just you think you fit it really well as it is, and you could do a really good job with it. And if those are true, if either of those are true, how would you? How much work would you put into it to to develop that role? Do you have something that you haven't done yet that you're like, man, just give me that chance. I'll. I'll. This is radio. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, sorry, sorry, yes, we're staring at each other, so we're really trying to, sorry, sorry, audience, so we're, um, use the yeah, see, we're used to theater and people seeing us, sorry about that. Um, oh, that's funny. Well, to, to your point, Ray, when you asked Chris about stage experience or life experience, bringing any of that to a role, yeah. certainly 
if you know to do that role again in rumors that per, that character had been married for much longer than we had been married at the time and i think life experience in that regard could cuz it was about couples it was about a bunch of couples and so um i i think definitely life experience would enrich that role as well for for you but you know um, i don't mean to know. interrupt yeah, but i think you're right on the spot there because i've yep. i've often thought about <laughs> high schoolers doing plays right. even college kids who so we talk about the, mm-hmm. the marriage aspect, mm-hmm. right? Right. There are things that happen in marriage, compromise, pain, laughter. Right. That you just don't even know exist as a teenager, college right. kid. Mm-hmm. And it really does make a difference when you can apply that to the same role years Absolutely. later. Absolutely. Or, or even just experiencing pain, whatever that pain is. Yeah. You can bring that to a role, you know, because you know that empty feeling or you know that feeling in your gut that you have and when you're younger you don't have as many of those that's right perhaps experiences to and sometimes to you don't want to use them but you need no. to right. if you really need to make the role right fully yeah, rich i don't think i've ever been in a position where i've had to use something from that deep in the well mm-hmm. for a role which yes so which leads me to say i guess what I would enjoy doing, I don't know if there's a specific role necessarily, but perhaps to be in a drama, mm-hmm. to be in, because like I said before, you know, all of those roles I've played were com- comedic roles. Right. And I would, I would really love to rise to the challenge of doing something more dramatic, where I perhaps would have to pull from um, some maybe darker places in my life yeah, that, uh, know, is it does do a role is there a certain one that comes to mind no no, no it's not awful because i don't no, okay. i don't really watch i don't really see uh drama much because i don't know i it's i'm one of those house. people there's so much going on in the world that for me theater mm-hmm. and this is a hobby this is my escape so it would be um I don't know. I oh, like I for for going. me. I like to go to rehearsal and have fun to get away from all the other yeah, stuff, you yeah. know, in life. So yeah, it would be a, a challenge in many different aspects for me to do some sort of drama. Oh man, that's so guess, interesting, yeah. so rich, yeah. so mm, on the money. Oh boy, we Good are heading. We have one more segment. This can't be. How can this be? I know how, because the angels have blessed me. I have the demurs <laughs> in the house, baby. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your lucky effervescent host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the not quite spa-like conditions here at WKXL, but almost. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. And hey, you folks in Manchester, 101.9 FM is where we'll be found. Archives, yeah, we're in the 21st century. We got archives, baby. NHTalkRadio.com. We have one more block to go. We'll be back. Oh, baby. Yeah, you can't see me, but I got that Noxzema shaved skin. Yeah, boys, take it off. Take it all off. That's from the 60s, I think. 
I wasn't born. Oh, wait. Yes, I was. Anyway, you are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your lucky, 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 lucky host, Ray Dudley. Turn on those transistor radios. Put in that earpiece. Flip it over to the AM band and you'll find WKXL at 1450. And then flip it back over to the FM band, 103.9. Both of those are coming from Concord. And in Manchester, 101.9 FM. And we are out on the interwebs, nhtalkradio.com. In studio with me because I am a blessed man today. I must have done something right. Paula and Christopher, who, by the way, are the hardest people in the world. What do you guys like? Read your email once a month? <laughs> oh my God! I think I've been I'm trying to sorry. track them down for six months. That's I what happens. Saw one email. That's that what happens with ro- yeah, so <laughs> royalty. Yeah, it was all it, through her. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got back to you I years really ago. <laughs> I had to go through Facebook and then wait three weeks for Paula to read that message, yeah. and then she get back I'm to me, so and then bad. oh I my am. God, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I should. I could have written a letter and sent it by Pony Express. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. That's yes. The only way she corresponds. Smoke signals, whatever. Chris, <laughs> please tell me, is there or are there any roles or role that you really would like to do that you haven't done and you would really just love a chance at it? So this is going to seem a little bit like I'm stealing Paula's answer, but honestly, I was going to say the same thing about something a little meatier. Comedy is in my wheelhouse or it has become part of what I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And I've done some dramatic stuff um, in the past, less so certainly than comedy. Haven't always enjoyed it, uh, but it was a nice change of pace. Uh, But I think, again, an opportunity to sort of tap into something that hasn't been mined and then use that on stage would be great. and as we were thinking about, you know, particular roles, uh, <laughs> one that comes to mind, and I will say that there's context around this, would be to do on Golden Pond. Oh, ooh. not yeah, not anytime soon. Yeah, um, <laughs> okay. But <laughs> we've been blessed to do a number of shows together, and to also include our daughter Catherine, who has come up in the family as also. Uh, very talented, far more talented than I am. And she can sing, she can dance, she can act. And so we've done some shows together, which has been amazing. And so uh, I think about Philadelphia Story, and we got to, mm-hmm. you know, share the stage, just the three of us together for a scene, which was just, I mean, awesome. So, you know, as I think ahead in the future, I would love to be able to do that as a family. To do. I mean, we're looking yeah. at a few years down the line here, but it gives yeah. me time to learn the lines. Um, <laughs> find somebody who's willing to produce it. Um, and to have Catherine and Paula do it as well, I think would be great. Yeah. Are you thinking it's about cool. pitching it over at the players? I, you know, at down the, the literally this thought just popped into my brain, so I haven't. Uh oh, watch it. out. Yeah, so here we go. We may have to put the filter idea. on here. Hey, uh, God. Ray, are you willing to produce it? <laughs> you know, that would be a great play to do at the hat box, though. Yeah, yes. right. Because yeah. that yeah. it's so intimate, mm-hmm. and if you do it right, I saw it up at Gene's Playhouse a couple of weeks ago. It was okay. I mean, it was, I think it could have been done a little bit better, but I think that had to do with the cast more than anything. Hopefully they're not listening. 
I made on the podcast. <laughs> oh, work. I mean, uh, and they never bring me back up to G. Tell me why you were terrible. <laughs> well, I think having yeah. watched it, that there were things that maybe could have been brought out better or easier or something. And I, I, I can't fault the script for it in one way or another. Um, sure. I mean, I guess maybe you could. But um, as I watched it, and it came to the end of the first act, I thought, really? They made this a movie? Uh, hmm. Something's not right. What am I missing? Hmm. I've so, never seen it on stage, actually. No, I oh. think I have you, either. You've seen the movie. I'm yes, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. them both. Yeah. And is the stage production dramatically different? Um, so they, they don't have the big scene with the boat scene where, I don't know if you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. They, they don't have that in the play. Oh, that's um, the part I was... Really that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking... I don't need same. a stunt man. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, um, and so without that, um, there's a lot of uh, inferred things that, that happen. And... Yeah. Um, I think the the uh, the way the play unfolds uh, is very dark. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, okay. it's very painful yeah. because yeah. It, it, they almost are cruel to each other at times. I mean, oh. the daughter's fighting for attention from the father who doesn't want to give it to her, and the mother's kind of cold, and yeah. you know, and they drop off this kid for a couple of weeks while they go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's. So, um, See, I think that could be fun for us. <laughs> yeah. a, I can't wait. So Another comedy Catherine. by the demur. <laughs> I can't wait to be 80 and do this. Tack that yeah. one to the wall. All right. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I asked you that yeah. question because, yeah. you know, it's funny. We're not, well, I don't know how old you guys are. Uh, some of us are aging out of roles. And some of us are aging out, period. And so I, I just wanted to know if there was something that, I appreciate you saying that you wanted to go to drama because I know that both of you are tremendous comedic actors. Tremendous. Thank you. Uh, no, I love Very watching nice. it. And you have the energy, which, man, you know, I'm running out of as I get older. And so I really oh. appreciate you thinking about the drama side of it. And so for people who don't understand, there's something. One of the reasons I like drama is over comedy is because you get to control the audience. If you do it right, your role, you can control that roller coaster of emotions that you put them on. Mm-hmm. Um, with comedy, it's kind of written, it's like slapstick or whatever, a lot of door slamming. Um, and so it's kind of built in. But, and you can enjoy that from them, the feedback. But, you know, drama, you, you really are, are steering the boat there. Um, you can bring them to tears. You can bring them to the point of tears and pull them back. Sometimes with drama, what I like about it is an audience can almost feel uncomfortable watching it like they're voyeurs, you know, like mm-hmm. they, they're in somebody's living room and shouldn't be uh, or some, you know, I like it. So I really appreciate your honesty there because you could have said, oh, yeah, no, you want, I want to do a forum or something or Annie for the millionth time or whatever right. the heck um no, but that's that's a, that's an interesting out, outlook on i i hadn't thought of drama that way um yeah i i i do have to say that someone said to me once um that comedy actually is more difficult i've heard that and they they said you know Anybody can like be in bed on stage and and die mm-hmm. and and make people cry because you you died, but not anybody, not just anybody can make someone laugh. Yeah, and it is about delivery. And I just thought that was I'm I'm like, 
no, no, it's easy to do, no problem. But then when I see some people attempt it, and they have to kind of be told or coached how to deliver that line so it's funny or how to use Isn't your body. That, yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess it's not, you know, huh? I, I, yeah, it, it isn't easy. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. Some know. people are not naturally funny. I right. hate to say it. If you're right. one of the two people in my audience who is that one, <laughs> buy a book. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but you, Ray, are very funny and I would love to. Do something with you sometime. Because yeah. you've you Ooh. the two of you have done something together, yes. right? Yeah. Twenty six years ago when you were pregnant, <laughs> working backstage, oh, and Ray and I bad. were our, our ten little Indians ten together. Little Indians. You were oh the murderer. my god, I right? was. And I was the second to the last killer. Nice. Spoiled the ending. <laughs> yep, sorry. Spoiled. Hear that, listeners? Oh. Hey, Spoiler alert. Spoilers. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, but that's mm. like the. Only thing we've done, right? That is, uh, we I did mean, a TV or movie, a short movie. Yeah, with Aaron Companion yeah, yeah, place. yeah. And I think Paulo, the only thing mm-hmm. we've done is the this. canteen. This. Oh, that's right. right. The, oh, that's right. Yeah, we we were in that. That's yeah, right. right. Comedy canteen. I love that. I love that. That was fun. Oh God, that was that a lot was of fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, before we end up and have to wrap up, I do want to ask either of you, if you would. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people coming up who think, you know, oh, man, I need to hit Broadway and acting's going to do it. But do you have any tips looking back now over either how to learn lines easily, if that's such Mm -hmm. a thing, how to create a character um, or just something in general that uh, how you audition or something that they might need a good tip for somebody to who's thinking of maybe they've never done theater at all. Mm hmm. Well, you you gotta go to the audition. Oh, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and follow through. The back of <laughs> the don't gym. just don't just show up. You There's a gem. Audition. Do not, do not leave <laughs> to the back of the gym because they likely will not cast you. Yeah. yeah. Should they learn to sing Happy Birthday? Right. Is that and, a- if the, and if the director asks you to sing something, <laughs> sing something. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they likely will yeah. not cast you. Oh my God. I would I would say just go for it. Don't be worried. Don't be judge. Think you think they're judging you. Uh, just put it all out there because um, that's a great tip. I, I I don't know. I just you know what have you got to lose? Just go for it. Just put it all out there. The royalty in house. They are going to be seen shortly in the Sound of Music coming up at the Players. Go to the website for the Players Community Theater. Uh, players of what is it? The community. Yes, yeah, sir. here's what age does Dog to you. Yeah. yeah, three thanks, of us. Takes three of us to figure that out. <laughs> You've been listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the digs of WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. I want to thank my guests, Paula and Krista Mers. Yes, I am a lucky man. Head out to nhtalkradio.com now and hear all of the archives. See you on the next one. This one's going in the Hall of Fame, baby.